His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Try it, buy it, what should you do? Why not ask his morning crew? It's a crew review. It's a crew review. It's a crew review. Dear his morning crew, Krispy Kreme always seemed to celebrate the different holidays with a new flavor. Are they doing anything different for Easter? Andrew of Anderson. Andrew, well, you know the best thing about the Easter basket? Reese's peanut butter eggs. Mm. I'd have to agree. That's a very weak moment in life when Reese's peanut butter comes to play. Oh, I think the Reese's beat out the peeps, don't you? Yes. 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 (laughs) Well, Krispy Kreme has launched the Reese's peanut butter egg donut. It's available right now for a limited time. It's a an unglazed shell filled with an irresistible blend of peanut butter cream dipped in custom chocolate icing and decorated like a festive Easter egg. Are you selling oh these? <laughs> it sounds like it. She's doing her little fundraiser with a box of these things. They look pretty good, you guys. They're decorated like little eggs. So I've uh, given you all a little sample. Yeah. Well, Rob's is really little. I got the tiniest sample of all. Thank you. She keeps me accountable to my health and nutrition, so that's good. Well, that, and I didn't want to waste a whole donut because I knew you'd only take a little yeah, nibble. That's right. <laughs> so dig in. Let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is not a peep. It's not a peep. They do not have peep-flavored donuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you. I taste peanut butter. I do. It's a strong peanut. There's a filling on the inside of this thing. Mm-hmm. Which makes it, like, delightful. Is your donut big enough to have the filling in it? Yeah, there was filling, but it all, like, oozed out (laughs) as we were talking. That's the peanut butter cream you're talking about. Yes. They also have these other cute ones. What is it? They're limited time there. That's a peep. (laughs) It does look like a little chick. It's uh, dipped in yellow icing topped with yellow sanding sugar and decorated like a chick. Like a peep. (laughs) So there's your peep for you. But the inside is still peanut butter? No, it's not. This is a different one. Why? You can have that later. But didn't Andrew, wasn't he concerned about seasonal donuts? Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. We got him. I wanted to make sure Andrew got his question fully answered. Andrew of Anderson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go, Andrew. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Where we go with this? Thumbs up. Thumbs Mm -hmm. up from Dempsey. Thumbs up from Jim Mann. It's a thumbs up. His morning crew. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Dude, what memories, huh? Could you be mine? Mr. Rogers. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you you be my neighbor? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please won't you be my neighbor? He's going to be on the forever stamp on Friday. Hmm. Mr. Rogers. Brings back a lot of memories for me because I was just a kid when he was on. He stayed on until 2001. And then he passed away in 2003 when he was 74. Hmm. So now featured on the Forever Stamp, it's coming out on Friday. King Friday is going to be on the Forever Stamp, too. Oh, cool. With Mr. Rogers in his carnigan. And if you have no idea who Mr. Rogers is, there's this, what is it, Daniel the Tiger? Yeah. Isn't that the show? Mm-hmm. That's the one Allie watches with her little boy, Sammy. Yep. She sings the theme song and everything. (laughs) It's so cool. Mr. Rogers' widow is going to be at the ceremony when they do this on Friday. And Mr. McFeely. Remember this guy if you watched it? Mr. McFeely. Mr. McFeely, come in. Speedy delivery. Well, uh, I didn't order anything, Mr. McFeely. Well, today I have a surprise. From Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) 
What's a surprise? I know. I what could know. it be? Well, we'll just leave it a surprise. <laughs> but that does not have the forever stamp on it, but they will have forever stamps on it starting on Friday with Mr. Rogers. That brings back a lot of memories for me. It's just like my house. I sing that every morning as I'm changing my shoes and stuff like that. And putting on your carnigan? Mm-hmm. That's very nice. Yes. I was thought for a second there you had recorded me in the mornings. No. But thanks for sharing. Uh-huh. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Interesting, this whole DNA thing that began over a month ago. We got the results last week. I found out I'm a pure breed. That's weird. I didn't know anything about the, my past, and I find out I'm 100% European. Mm. And then Jim's like 40% Irish, Welsh, and Scot- Scottish, right? Yes, okay. all royalty. And then the main biggest makeup of Allison is Scandinavian, which when her mom heard the news, she, yeah, she flipped. Yeah. We even talked to her last week. She said, oh, oh, no, no, no. My last name, her maiden name is McCorkle. Yeah. Is that right? And mm-hmm. so that's Irish. She's done this whole research thing about your whole family line. Yeah, we've actually been to Ireland, and she wants to go back and do more research. This is a big deal for her, and it didn't show up in my DNA at all. Zero. Mm-hmm. None. Nigerian did. I'm more Nigerian than I am Irish. <laughs> that, according to the DNA testing. So um, we ordered a DNA kit. She doesn't know it's in yet, right? No. Let's tell her. Okay. We got yeah, This is Allison's mom, Beth. I'm excited, because then she'll find out she's Scandinavian when she takes this. Oh, Rob. Hello, this is Beth. Beth, it's Rob, Allison, and Jim. Hello. (laughs) How are you, Mom? I've been reflecting on um, on the results of your test, Allie. Oh, you have? Wow, you spent all weekend thinking on this? I have, because it shouldn't bother me or anybody else if they get this kind of result. Because it's not the DNA that uh, defines me. Proverbs 27:19. As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. So it has nothing to do with DNA. It's who you are, how you live your life, or who I am. That's it's so you're good with being Scandinavian. Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> because we do have another test here. It, it literally just Woo-hoo! came in. Yes. Yeah, but uh, hey, if you're thinking the way you're thinking, I thought maybe we don't need to do this. No, I actually would like to do this. Okay, yes. But... We've got to put to bed that you're you're Scandinavian and you're not as Irish as you thought you was or is. I have to be Irish. <laughs> but if I'm not, I'm not. I'm okay with So we... We heard from the uh, MyHeritageDNA folks, and they have an explanation of what they think happened here. They told me that a DNA test goes back hundreds of years and approximately 10 generations. So while we may have some of our family tree figured out, the DNA test will include lots of generations of our ancestors. Mm -hmm. Back 100 years, Beth. But wouldn't it still read some Irish? Well, apparently a lot of Scandinavian immigration happened into Ireland. We may be Viking, a lot of people are saying. You should embrace that you're a Viking. All right, all right, I will for See? you because I am original. I was born and raised in Minnesota, Viking country. Oh, okay. See, now we're getting down to somewhere. <laughs> See, there's fight in you, Beth. Don't give up the fight. I'm labeling myself here. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a Viking. I'm an Irish woman. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll uh, bring over the swab later, Mama. Help you out. <laughs> 
Do you need anything else right. that she's on her way over? I mean, do you need her to pick up anything? Oh, can you share some hummus? Because you know I'm a vegetarian. There you go, some hummus. <laughs> Rob, do you still have some hummus? I have a little bit of it left in the <laughs> egg hunt that she had me do I'm... yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I'll see you later, Allie. Love you. Love you. Bye, honey. Oh, you got a cool relationship with your mom. <laughs> I like that. She feels conflicted, I think. Doesn't she sound a little like conflicted? It. She wants she wants to know that her identity's in Christ, but yes. she still wants to dismiss the fact that she's Scandinavian. I know, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The whole scandal. Yes, what a continues. lovely Scandinavian little family. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. The controversy that just extends over this whole DNA testing of Allison, whose mom was shocked mm. that it showed that she was primarily Scandinavian when in all actuality, they're a McCorkle, they're Irish. <laughs> My mom feels very strongly connected to her Irish roots, and when my test came back as 60% Scandinavian and 0% Irish, she was a little shocked. We called her mom moments ago, just let her know the DNA kit came, so Allie's going to go over and swap mom. <laughs> yes, so, <laughs> so hopefully we'll have more answers, and hopefully she's not too upset. Yeah, and we're getting some thoughts about this. I mean, a lot of people are calling and texting very concerned about the results. Yeah, some conspiracy theories uh, floating around. Uh, Jessica said Allison's mom says she is Irish and Jim's test came back Irish. Is there any way the tests accidentally got switched? What? Did you do that? Well, that's a good question, but I did ask the company about that and they said because I'm a female and you guys are males, if our tests had accidentally gotten switched, there would have been a red flag. Because <laughs> they can tell that right okay. away. So they know if you're male or female. Yeah, so he said did. that didn't happen. That makes sense. Although Jim is in touch with his feminine side a lot. <laughs> it didn't get switched. I'm very sensitive. Yes. Okay, so Tammy is here. What's your thought, Tammy? There is such a thing called transferred DNA. And if there's there's a possibility that if Allison happened to touch anything, one or the other of you guys, like, you know, might have, you know, put her hand on your shoulder or something. Sometimes DNA can get on your hands. So it's a possibility that if she might have touched something you know, when she did her test. That is a good thought, Tammy. However, yeah, Jim nor myself had any Scandinavian in us in our DNA, so we don't know where she got that from. Somebody could be adopted that they, they just don't know. <laughs> That's a possibility, too. Yeah, so, you know, your mom your, your mom possibly could be adopted. Oh. Wow. There's a thought. There's another turn right there. <laughs> so she could have the name of McCorkle, mm. but she could be a Scandinavian name that I can't think one out of that. She could be Egyptian. Right now. I wonder if my mom's going to be more Nigerian than I was. Oh. That would be something, like wouldn't 80%. it? Like 80%. Wow. I can't wait. This is the just... The mystery unfolds. Oh, my. Well, we'll see what happens in a few weeks after the results come back. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Uh, Allison has to read you this one text that just came in. What, okay, just, just read the text. I'm actually getting several like this. Paul says, Allison, have you ever seen the movie Switched at Birth? Maybe you are Scandinavian and your mom is Irish because you were possibly switched in the hospital. And this something. Okay, if, if, if you haven't heard yet, we did our DNA testing. I'm like a purebred European. I didn't know that. Jim is Irish. The shocking thing that came out of this whole thing is that Allison is primarily Scandinavian. Her mom was shocked. She goes, no, there's, there's no way. I'm Irish. And there's no Irish in your testing. Mm -hmm. So we got DNA kit for mom, 
She's going to take it. We talked to her earlier, and she's like, okay, I had to come to grips with this yeah. whole thing. She's... She's upset. Yeah. She is, genuinely. Sharon wants to chime in about that. So what are your thoughts here, Sharon? Well, I was listening to the radio this morning, and I just love you guys, number one. But um, I was listening to Allison's story about her heritage and her mama. And her mama um, referenced a scripture. I know it was in Proverbs. And I was just wondering if I could get that from you folks. It brought tears to my eyes because I'm kind of struggling right Aww. now. Sharon, it's Proverbs 27, 19. As water reflects oh. the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I'm just really struggling right now, and I'm struggling with my identity for who I am. And I know who I am in Christ, but sometimes we for- we forget that. And we forget that he is our father and that he is the one that directs our path at all times. So I'm just kind of struggling right now in my marriage a little bit. And my husband doesn't quite believe the way that I believe. And um, it's like I almost feel like I'm lost. (laughs) And so when she said that, I just swelled in tears and went, oh, my gosh, I I have to get that. I have to have that scripture. Oh, I'm so glad that she shared that scripture earlier for you, Sharon. What what is that? Because that was strong. Yeah. It's Proverbs 27, 19. As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Wow, that is. Our identity is in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Your mom is an evangelist. She has no idea. <laughs> That's right. She's the one that shared that scripture, which is so cool. Rob, Allison, and Jim. It's amazing. The response over a DNA test that is revealing that Allison is not Irish. She's Scandinavian. I'm still married to an Irishman. So, yeah, so you're in on that part of the line. Yeah, but apparently I'm not Irish. I always thought we had that in common, but I'm Scandinavian and a teeny bit Nigerian. But Mark in Columbia, he texted, Allison should not feel like she lost St. Patrick's Day, but rather that she gained Ikea and this. Oh, no way. Oh, before doing that. (laughs) That's why you're always in the kitchen. Making the good Scandinavian food. So who is this guy? Wait, what? What? Are you serious? I'm not, I didn't know I was Scandinavian. Fill me in. The Swedish chef. Yes. The Swedish chef. That's right. He's a Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) See? So this is my roots. Uh This is your, that's right. That's what you have to look forward to now. Rob, Allison, and Jim. It's a pleasure to be involved in the youth group where I go to church. And this is one thing that I tell the students in my small group, that you become like what you spend the most time with. And I looked at our encouraging word this morning. Why did it remind me of that one statement loudly? In Psalm 1-1, it says this, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked. You can share that encouraging word right through our Facebook page and our website at hisradio.com. That's Psalm 1 and verse 1. His morning crew. Our producer, Jim Mann, if you haven't heard yet, he has a very strong feeling for cats. And so we're very honored, very privileged that Jim Mann brings to you a cat story. Say that very privileged again. 
You are very privileged to have Uncle Jim to bring you a cat story. That's what I needed. Hey, you're probably wondering who has uh, the most consecutive pinky pull-up record. That's exactly what was. I woke up this morning thinking just that. As you were doing your pinky (laughs) pull-ups. It's not Rob. Oh, surprising. You did how many this morning? (laughs) Forty. Oh, yow. Okay, well, the record is 23. Ah, <laughs> they haven't checked me out then. <laughs> you mm-hmm. might want to notify somebody about this. Yeah, I don't this, try world record books. This past November, Tazio mm-hmm. in Italy, he has the record, 23. That's hard on the pinkies. Mm. I'm just saying. Oh, I, no, not if you train for it. My pinkies hurt just thinking about Well, yeah, I, I would think you should train for this because, you know, your pinkies could, well, it'd be terrible. Anyway, what inspired someone to do this? What? A cat, of course. Oh, now I'm getting where the cat comes yes. into this whole thing. He had a little cat that he was just very, had a, like a bond with this cat. Kaylee. Kaylee was the cat. And Kaylee was in an accident, lost part of her paw. And uh, so to uh, to show some solidarity, he started uh, working out and doing things one-handed. So you know, just to encourage the cat. The okay. cat's probably thinking, I can't do anything now. I only have, you know, one paw up front. So he wanted to encourage the cat and started like climbing one hand and stuff like that. I don't know how it comes in with a pinky thing, but still. Do cats have pinkies? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but Jim, anyway. would, Jim would know. Yes, I would, but uh, it's not for you to know right now. <laughs> but uh, sadly, the cat passed away just a couple oh, years ago. Sad. But he's, he's continuing on. Evidently, yeah. He had quite a bond with Kaylee there. So that that drove him to make a record. And, and he did it. What a better record than the most consecutive pinky pull-ups. Let's give it up. 23. That's quite amazing. Woo. What kind of cat hangs out in your house? House cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? Alley cat. What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? Kitty cat. cat. Yeah. Oh. What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. So here's what we're thinking. We're going to help you out by letting you get registered and win the Mac Pack giveaway. Check this out. It's a MacBook Pro and a brand new iPhone and an Apple TV 4K. That is the Mac Pack. That is what's going to be given away the first day of Friendraiser, and we really want you to win this. Nobody else but you. So all you have to do is go online to hisradio.com and get registered to win by giving your gift early for Friendraiser that's coming up. Yeah, it kicks off April 9th, so as long as you get your gift in before that, you'll be entered to win this awesome prize. Here's the thing. His radio, if you didn't know, is a listener-supported radio station. It's people like you that keeps this station going strong with your support. So when you give early, I mean like today at at, uh, hisradio.com or text the word give to 800-447-7234, you'll automatically be registered to win the Mac Pack, which is that MacBook Pro, the new iPhone, and the Apple TV 4K. And at the end of Friendraiser day one, which is April the 9th, you could be walking home with this thing. Oh, that'd be so nice. Rob, I'm texting Erica right now, okay? Can you just not bother me? He's too busy on his fancy phone. I didn't even ask you for anything, so. You looked at me like you wanted something. Okay, <laughs> what, what, what would I like? <laughs> um, 
Perhaps I get you reheat your coffee for you. Yeah. Okay. He wants okay. your undivided attention. And anything here's my coffee. What, what'd you say? His morning crew. The police shootings in Dallas in 2016 and Baton Rouge last year really impacted a little girl named Rosalind. She talked about it with her mom and felt very impressed on her heart that the officers needed to know that they were loved. So she started on a mission to hug law enforcement officers in every state. To have somebody come in and, and share love like Rosalind does and just reassure people that uh, there are people out there praying for us and there, there are people out there thinking about us in positive ways it means the world to the staff. I ask God to let the police officers be safe and fight the bad guys off and send them to jail. Isn't she precious? <laughs> She's eight years old. She's got 26 states down, 24 to go. She's already hit much of the South and the Midwest, but she's just on a mission to love. In all states, mm -hmm. at least one officer. That's pretty great ambition that she has to help out like that. I know, and they just love when she visits. She's so warm and just a kind, sweet little girl. Yeah, she's so cute, and she's eight. I don't think I'd have the same impact if I did this. Rob, Allison, and Jim. I am here because I've never been healthy in my entire life. I've been overweight all my life, and I'd like to know what it's like to not be overweight. <laughs> I feel like since I've had kids, I have a one-year-old and a five-year-old. Um, they want to go outside and play and play within the house even, and uh, I'm, I'm finding that I'm less likely to do that these days. Uh, and I feel like it has a lot to do with my health. So we're talking about seven weeks later now, Brad. What's it like playing with your kids outside? Uh, it's been great, honestly. I have more energy now that I've been working out, and I'm more likely to be in the house playing with the kids and instead of finding some other distraction like food or something like that. And speaking of the kids, Sadie Lou just turned two. How yes, was uh, her birthday party? Was it difficult to uh, stay away from the treats? It was, and you know, I'm finding that sometimes, especially through this whole process, that it's it's a gradual thing. I'm I'm not going to try to uh, stress myself out with, you know, losing tons and tons of weight in an unhealthy manner. Um, I can eat those things in moderation and still lose a little bit of weight. One of the things you said in a blog that you posted on the Rob's Big Losers blog is that your grandmother used to hide a specific food item from you when you were a kid. Do you remember what that was? Yes, sir. It was macaroni and cheese. That was my favorite food and still is. And uh, you just about have to hide it from me, especially now. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you found as an alternative? Um, you know, the some of the recipes on the Rob's Big Loser blog have been posted and there's a cauliflower mac and cheese mm. that is 10 times healthier than the pasta that's in it. Um, that has been really good and uh, I'm finding that finding these alternatives to, and these healthier alternatives have been great. My wife even makes a cauliflower pizza. She made that for my birthday last mm. night. It was really, really good. Your boss gave you a nickname that you really don't enjoy. And this is a former boss, if I understand correctly, and it's Biggin. Yes, uh, he, that's what he called me every day I worked. I worked there for about two and a half years, and uh, that's how everybody in that office knew me. <laughs> how in the world did that make you feel, man? Um, not too good. I, I usually don't really care about what people are trying to say about me. or I, It's kind of like water off the duck's back for me, but I, I don't really 
appreciate it at the same time, and I would love to prove them wrong. Well, you are because I think that you are the beast and not the big one because you're doing the beast mode at the YMCA, man. Yes, that's been uh, a very challenging thing, but if I have the ability to do it, then I feel like I should be doing that. So what kind of results have you seen so far? I've seen a lot of inches go down, um, and I have lost about 12 or 13 pounds. That's amazing. You're working so hard at that. And that just doesn't happen overnight. That takes a lot of hard work and dedication. Brad, you're doing that, and we're proud of you. Thank you. That's Brad Williams, one of our Rob's Big Losers. He is at the YMCA as a Rob's Big Loser. As a matter of fact, you can follow his journey. He blogs about it at the Rob's Big Losers blog. That's at hisradio.com. If you like to start your own journey, we have workouts that are posted there for you. You don't have to be an official, quote, unquote, Rob's Big Loser. You just go to the website, hisradio.com. You can be even text the word workout to 800-447-7234 and go right to the at-home workout right there and start your own journey as a Rob's Big Loser. Mornings with his morning crew. You know, I play golf like every five years. That way I get in on beginner's luck kind of stuff. Oh, that's so nice. really good. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. I, uh, I'm a little overdue. I think it's been 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I, is the golf, I wonder if our producer Jim Mann plays this kind of golf. Is it putt-putt? Is no, that no, no, the no, golf? no, 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 no. We're talking big boy golf. We're big boy golf. Yeah. It doesn't have the obstacles in the way. That's right. Big windmill's not there, buddy. But... There's a, uh, a video that's going crazy on the internet. This guy did a hole-in-one, which is which is great. You know, 150 yards out, hole-in-one. Yeah. It even made the ESPN Sports Center top 10 plays. Had 2 million views in just the first week. That's amazing. Posted. Wow. Yeah, what makes it so spectacular? Well, let me tell you, Rob. First of all, it's at the Wizard Golf Club, and uh, it's at Myrtle Beach, one of the golf uh, places in the whole world. Anyway, one um, of the golf places yeah. in the whole world. <laughs> and That's it's the best places to play golf. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he is—he um, was born with—he has—it uh, doesn't really explain a lot of it, and I didn't see it real up close. But he's like missing a hand. Okay. And uh, so he's—he has specially made, and something's wrong with his other hand. They just didn't form all the way. One's mm-hmm. missing, and one's just not all the way there. But he doesn't let that stop him. He had specially made clubs, and he worked on a swing. Because when he was a little kid, he went to his grandfather's house, I think it was in Florida, who lives on a golf course. And he just fell in love. As soon as he hit a good shot, he fell in love with golf. That's what the thing is. grabs you. Mm. Makes you come back. Uh, anyway, so he went crazy with it. In fact, he's going to the uh, a, a golf academy in Myrtle Beach. But he hit this, and uh, and he's getting he's getting a lot of recognition. Listen to this. I get messages from all over the world of people telling me how I inspire them and they tell me their stories and how I'm an inspiration and that they're going to keep doing what they're trying to do because I can do what I do and that's all I ever wanted right there so I mean I can already deem myself successful in a way but it's just the beginning I mean I want to keep going. That's great. But Good it, for goes, him. it goes deeper than this because he already has a nonprofit called Whole High, and uh, it's all about helping people overcome limitations and also to promote the love of golf. So he's already like an inspiration, and this Good just gave him. him a big boost. That's awesome. So, yeah, he's helping others who are facing obstacles, which we all face some sort of obstacle, like me with my brain. I'm always, you know, Jim. trying to find words, and they're your, not there. Your brain is pretty <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's true. It's one of the most spectacular brains that I've ever seen. It's actually one of the brains in the world. Yes, I've already overcome. (laughs) 
Rob, Allison, and Jim. Reuben Swift flew from Ohio to Arizona to pick up his newborn daughter that he had just gotten custody of. And so just to make sure everything would run smoothly, he called the airline, asked him what he'd need, and they said they'd need the, the baby's birth certificate and a note from the hospital saying she's clear to fly. So he went to the airport to get on the plane with his newborn, and they wouldn't let him board. What? Yeah. Apparently, babies need to be at least seven days old to fly, and this baby was only four days old. But they wouldn't give him his money back, and he couldn't afford a hotel or a car rental, so he didn't know what to do. So he reached out to Joy, a volunteer at the hospital where his daughter was born. He had kind of connected with Joy in the hospital. She's an elderly woman, and she was just so helpful. So she, he reached out to Joy, and Joy offered to take them in to their home, even though they were pretty much strangers. Two different colors, and she opened up our door, and it never was an issue. My color was never an issue. My baby, she, like, she loves my baby. She held her. My baby was with her all night. She stayed with her, up with her. So who does that? I had such a strong feeling that I needed to do this for him. And I knew that he was a, a very kind and safe man to have in my home. And he has been a perfect gentleman. And Joy just loved spending time with that little baby. Ruben's even calling Joy the baby's grandma. <laughs> I would. Oh, man. Yeah, and he promises to come back to Arizona and visit. That is so cool. I'm glad they connected like that. And he had a place to go. Yeah. God lined that whole thing up. You know it. That's a good name for Joy. Joy. So, <laughs> it's very fitting, very isn't it? Very appropriate, wow. yes.